Crab Feast. You know what it's all about. This is the Crab Feast. I'm yelling, fuck that. You ain't gotta ask me, cause you can trust that. Every Tuesday, you already knew though. Ryan Sick with Soccer Star, Juco. Above ground, cool goes better than most. Jay Larson, self diagnosed. Go down low this week, last week. Here we go again. Fuck the Crab Feast. back to the crab feast y'all another tuesday <sighs> another crab feast for that ass man i felt good it took a little bit out of me man I I'm, took gonna, a I'm not gonna lie about it. it took a little bit out of me feaster nation how's it going jay larson here jlarsoncomedy.com brand new jlarsoncomedy.com good to see you in your brand new website. go check it out brand new website i'm gonna be le- releasing videos all the time now i got new videos that i'm setting out there sickles in one best man speech that's coming out love it releasing it that was a lot of fun um, I just want to say thanks to everyone that was out in the punchline this past weekend. You guys are fantastic. And everybody that hit me about Carson Daly, I appreciate you guys watching your sweethearts, even those of you who said you didn't like it. Yeah, I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Couple road dates, Laughing Skull in Atlanta the 28th through the 30th of May. And then the weekend after that, I'll be at Comics at Foxwoods in Connecticut the 4th through the 6th of June. So come on out. Anything else, I uh, will be on my website because now I will be updating it. Sickle Cell. Ryan Sickler on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, ryansickler.com. Thanks for helping me get those numbers up on that Facebook fan page. You guys are the best. Uh, you can go to my website for in-town shows. Uh, got a, quite a bit of emails, actually. I threw it out there. I'm doing two benefit shows well down the road in uh, October at Rochester, Minnesota, and St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, and I'd love to get there a day early oh, or a stay a day April, late. April, May, June, July, August, September, yeah. October. Seven months. Seven months down the road. Just okay. curious if you guys would want me to uh, stay an extra night or come in a day early and do some st- straight stand-up. Because the stand-up I want to do for y'all, I ain't allowed to do it to benefit. So let's have a little fun out there. Uh, for anything you want to know about the Craft Feast, go to craftfeast.com. Uh, last day to get the Red Tuesday shirts today. Mm-hmm. Last day. Uh, but... They go back to the newly reduced price, which everything, almost everything on the site has been reduced. We're restocked, uh, and all orders include free shipping. If you don't want to buy anything and you still want to help us out, you know Amazon.com is a way to do it. Hang tight. You guys are still hitting up the premium apps. They're going to live there forever. Feel free to get them, but we will have a new one coming soon from South by Southwest. Uh, Thanks for lighting up the Facebook fan page and the iTunes page. You guys are the best over there on Reddit community. A lot of really good subreddits and threads over there. If you don't listen to us on iTunes, uh, All Things Comedy uses SoundCloud. We're also on Stitcher. Sing me a song, you're the Zoom man. Sing me a Zoom tonight. <laughs> Sounded pretty good there, didn't I? Sounded really good. You know what else is really good? The fact that you're turning into a wine buff. 
I love it. You're a buff, man. I, I mean, look, Donna got me into it. Cameron Hughes Wine is my new favorite uh, distributor, period. They're just loading it up, and I'm drinking the hell out of it. We are enjoying it. We were up in Ojai over the weekend. Took mm-hmm. your advice. Thank I know you, you very much. I'm, I'm glad, and you loved it. Loved every second of it. We took up a couple of bottles, popped open a Chardonnay. We're out in the back drinking it. The neighbor saw us. You know, we chit-chat with everybody. <laughs> yeah, you do. They come over. They're wine people up there. Blown away by Cameron Hughes wine. We turn them on to it now. You know what? Let me just say this about the Cameron Hughes. I mean, we've been we've had them on as a sponsor now for a little while, and I just went on their website the other day with Kate. She was like, "Let's go find out more." If you want to learn about wine, if you just want to get start getting into wine, that their website has everything. I t- I'm t- recipes, samplers, white wine, red wine. They'll tell you about it. They tell you what it goes good with when you're going to cook it. Because there's so many people that don't know. People think, oh, what do they think? Red wine goes with meat. White wine goes right. with fish. Or daytime is white. Nighttime, yeah. And red. it's there's so much nope. more to it. This and there's so much on this site. Go over there, and you can find there is something for everyone. If you just want to learn and you're a little intimidated by wine, because I know a lot of people are, because they're like, ah, oh, it's too sophisticated. It's not. It's not. It's not. It tastes fantastic, and I like the buzz, man. Yeah, and you don't need to be fooled by $100 bottles of wine. Sure, they're great. They are. But Cameron Hughes wine is just as good for 15 to 30 bucks. What all would right? you rather pay? 15 to 30 Thank bucks. Thank you. Uh, you know, what they do, the best wine comes from the best vineyards. Sometimes they make a little too much. Cameron Hughes buys those extra bottles, sells it directly to you at 40 to 80% off retail price. You can get it at chwine.com. It's exceptional wine. Great prices. We know the dude personally, which I loved. He got on the phone with us and talked to us about it. Not some rep, not some ad salesperson. He's been doing it for over 10 years. I want to break down how he's doing it real quick. Imagine if you were, your kids were selling cookies outside on the street, right? And you're like, I'll make cookies and you sell lemonade. And you made 200 cookies. And it's, it's 7 o'clock at night. The kids go to bed and you have 80 cookies left over. That's basically where he gets his wine. He goes to the person that's got those 80 cookies left over. and like, hey, now you're selling those for a buck a piece. How about I give you 25 cents a piece? Because you got them left over. That's what he does. And then he sells them for... Ch- I mean, come on. He's been doing it for over 10 years. He sells the same cabs that retail for 100 bucks or more for less than 30 bucks. A ton of them have received gold medals and are rated over 90 points. All under he 30 He has them bucks. marked on the site. You know yeah. which one's award winners. So we love their wine. You, you know who we should really too. talk to about this? Cameron Hughes? Cameron, get your ass get your out of here, man. Cameron. High-end, fantastic wine. Priced at everyday drinking prices. Try a fifty or hundred dollar bottle for a fraction of the car cost. You'll be hooked like we are. Uh, and here's the great news: Cameron Hughes Wine is offering an exclusive online offer for our listeners because we want you to try these wines. You get free shipping and an extra twenty percent off select bottles. It's a great deal. Wine's heavy. It's expensive to ship, and you'll get fantastic quality wines at prices already forty to eight percent below retail. You can get additional twenty percent off select bottles and free shipping. It's a no brainer. Try it right now. Go, the only way to get free shipping and up to 20% off, go to chwine.com, click on the microphone in the upper left corner, enter our special code CRABFEAST. That's chwine.com, go to the microphone, and enter CRABFEAST. Don't wait. You need to try this wine now. It's amazing, and this offer will not last. Get a bottle for you. Get a bottle for your in-laws. Get a bottle for your friend. It's springtime. Rosé is in the air. I smell it. You know what's in the air? Las Vegas. If you haven't been lately, plan a trip. There's no more excuses. We're setting you up. March Madness still going on. NASCAR going on. Spring break. Whatever. Just get the hell away from wherever you are and get to Vegas and let loose for a little bit. Vegas.com is offering discount prices on everything. Okay? That's what they do. And when you call, when you go over there, call. You can call if you want. When you go over there to Vegas.com, you get 10% off everything, excluding hair, 
air and hotel packages because you're boys with the crab fees or girls. Ain't gang. Boys and girls. Go to Vegas.com right now. Click on the microphone in the top right corner. Enter our code CRABFEAST to receive an extra 10% off everything but air and hotel packages. So you're already getting discount prices. Now you're getting an extra 10% off. Vegas.com. Click on the microphone and get your bonus savings by using our secret code CRAB. Don't forget the drop crab watch. Crab feast, isn't it? Crab feast. Crab I'm so feast. excited about the drop watch guarantee, man. The drop watch guarantee. Yeah, drop half of that word, man. The dr- <laughs> The drop watch tool promises the lowest rates on hotels. You bought it for one twenty, it went down to eighty. They're gonna let you know that's forty bucks. You can put on black. Always go in there and bet on black. Who said that? Come on, always bet on black, man. Who said that? I don't know, but it's from a movie, and people are gonna be like, "Dude, it's Wesley Snipes, dude." <laughs> it was definitely Wesley Snipes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're excited. Long-term friend, Marilyn boy. Long-term, long-term, man. We signed up to a long-term contract. Please welcome first time the Crabfees, Mr. Josh Nasser. Josh, Josh welcome Crab to the Crabfees, Josh. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Um, Nasser. Mm-hmm. It's so good to have you here. Uh, you're a Maryland guy, which you know I'm a big fan of. Potato- um, I just want to hear it. Potomac, Maryland. Potomac. I fucking I it, your accent makes me throw up, but I love it. People, uh, I fucking and I don't love even it. have a I don't even have the hardcore Baltimore. There's some real Baltimore. hardcore. I told Jay like when you say Williams in Baltimore, it's Weems. Like Billy D Williams is pronounced like this: Billy D Weems. That's fucking Billy D. Williams. <laughs> Me and my cousin Sam. I don't know if you have like a friend. You just do stupid shit with. Yeah. All, okay, you guys just play around all the sure. time. We call and talk to each other in Baltimore accent for hours at a time. Gonna get down and jump into Wooter. It's uh, the same jokes all the time. All the time. Yeah. We just call. We do it for hours. It's Chicago, I Boston. Can't, can't. You always hear it. It's untapped. It's but my I'm, favorite. We're glad to have you here. But Thank before you. we get talking about all the stuff we're going to talk about, will you please let the fans know where they can find you on social media, your dates, anything and everything you'd like them to know about Josh uh, Nasser? Facebook uh, is just Josh Nasser, and I, I don't want to impress you guys. I know you have a big viewership, but uh. I'm actually starting my own fan page. And I know most of your guests don't have a fan page. Wow, you're getting big, man. I am. So now, uh, Facebook, at uh, Josh Nasser, which is N as a Nancy A, S-A-R. Uh, Instagram, same thing. All across the board, Josh Nassar. Um, I'm also, uh, I was on Sons of Anarchy, so those are rerunning, rerunning, course, rerunning. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, what other, you've been on, there's more than Sons of Anarchy you've been on. Though. I have a show right now currently I running. I saw your reel the other day. You played a cop quite a bit. Yeah, they always put me as a cop. Yeah, they always you put look me a cop. Well, you're, you're. I mean, dude, I've seen you in your body transform. This, there were moments when you were like, Jesus Christ, dude, are you in like Muscle magazines? Remember? Uh, yeah, well, I hosted a couple shows for ESPN, which were bodybuilding shows, but I have a comedy background, so they would bring me in to loosen up like these big, huge bodybuilders. Like these guys were like, that didn't sound good, did it? <laughs> It did not. We brought me to loosen him up. Good job. Oh, yeah, right. sir, this guy got some. Before I get out there and flex my quads. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, so it brought me into jerk off bodybuilders. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so I have a show. Uh, what's my car worth? Now, right. I'm, now I'm going. What's my car worth? Which is on uh, Discovery Networks is on their Velocity channel, and it runs two or three times a day, and it's a, a very high end auction car show. So we. Judge cars, and you know a ton about cars going in because I mean there was yeah. also a point where I knew Josh where he had three cars. 
Yeah. Remember? This guy, he's I want to say when I first met you at the store years ago, you had a motorcycle. Well, that was one of the cars. Yeah, that was just for getting around town. Um, I used to get so stoned and drive up Laurel Canyon on a motorcycle at like 70 miles an hour. Just weaving in and out of cars. He's got a lot of energy, this guy. I mean, uh, yeah, I used to drive a Hummer. Uh, he had a where, yellow Hummer. No, 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 no. Hold on. It wasn't yellow. Let me tell you what. I, I was the Von Dutch guy. Like the, he I was. Had <laughs> he was. True yeah. religion jeans. Yeah. I had a, a a chain that went from the front to the back. <laughs> I had a Florida lease wallet. I had Ed Hardy shirt <laughs> with a dragon that came across the shoulder and diamonds down to the middle of my chest. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne's tattoo. Play, I had a Playboy necklace, a Playboy bracelet. A $10,000 diamond watch that Ludacris, we tried to give to Ludacris. Uh, I spray tanned. I did my eyebrows. He did? <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Oh, dude. I was cheese McCheese. You were Jersey Shore. But he uh, was always, at the, but the thing that that's, I loved about Josh was, even with all that going on, as soon as you talked to him, like, this is like the nicest right. guy in the world. You know what? I don't, I feel like you and me are talking, and I feel like Jay is just looking at me and laughing. I feel like that's <laughs> what, what you're talking about. I'm engaged. I just totally feel engaged. Me, like he's leaning back like he has a beer. And <laughs> this is going, every episode. What yeah. an asshole is what I feel like he's thinking. <laughs> he's th- but that's <laughs> well, him. Definitely he judges. That. He's nonstop judging. It's so hurtful. I just want Jay's life. A nice wife, kid. Just rel- I don't. I don't. I don't well, want to your talk life. Anywhere. I know you. You, you have, have an interesting. You do have life. an interesting life. Uh, we we have a few things we wanted to talk to you about. Um, and congrats on all the work. Congrats on the Discovery Show. Congrats on Sons of Anarchy. I know it's over though. Um, That's fine. I I was so lucky to be on there. And I mean, it was. You walk around and you have these big celebrities, and you. This business is hard enough. You know, there's a lot of people. No, 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 no. And when you finally get something and you're walking around, I'd really appreciate it. I was like, wow, this is really cool. You know, like we're saying that girl in the elevator and all the all the drunk people and all the nonsense you have to go through just sure. to navigate. It's nice to once in a while go, hey, I did something. I worked and I got something. Well, you certainly have hustled. Uh, one of the things we really want to talk <laughs> Maybe to Maybe the biggest hustle of anyone yeah. I've ever known. <laughs> just uh, go ahead and get into it. You know what we're talking no, about. Basically, I sold frozen beef door-to-door out of the back of a pickup truck at exorbitant prices. Now, I'm sorry to bother you. Wholesale out. I got New York strips, Delmonico's, ribeyes, T-bone, hamburger patties. And I don't know if you like shrimp, lobster, crab, mahi, mahi, salmon. And don't worry about payment. I take Visa, MasterCard, American Express, personal checks, cash values, and children. How do you want to pay for that? So you would the, show. So just walk us through. This. First, how all, did you land? Go ahead. I, I, I w- I've got meat from Josh when Josh was selling meat. You, I think he gave. I remember there was. Time, I remember one time we're at your house, the one up on the top of La Brea, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Come downstairs with me." And he had this like garage, like the house was in the hill, so it was like built into the hill, and they had that basement. We had that like freezer down there, and he's just taking meat now and just throwing it like this, like getting ready to go up for a sale. I don't know what he's doing. He goes, "Hey, why don't you take this?" And he gave me a couple things, and I remember a Medamed told me. I had, I was at the store and I was talking to Med about it, and I'm like Josh selling meat, and he goes, "Dude, he sold me meat." And I go, "He did." He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "He's told me." He goes, "You you call me the night that you eat this piece of steak, and I guarantee you it could be." He goes, "I guarantee you it could be two New Year's Eves from now, and it's gonna be amazing." And he goes, and then he called me one night, and he, and Med said, and he goes, "I cooked it up one night." I called him, it was like one of the best steaks I've ever had. That's and funny. he had a girl over. So what happened was he cooked up filet mignon and wrapped in bacon for this girl. He's like, "Dude, it was the best thing fucking ever." That's great. So yeah. So wait, how did you even stumble onto all this meat? Okay, so it's not just like a shammy business. Was this in L.A.? Yeah, but okay. uh, well, I did it back in Maryland, and it's uh, it's door to door sales. So if you had the Schwan Man, or have you heard of Omaha Steaks? I was just going to say Omaha. Yeah. yeah. So it's vacuum packed, frozen, and what we would do is we would go knock on doors. Hey, sorry to bother you. We have a couple extras. We're trying to expand our route. 
And we would just knock on doors, and the stuff was all, you know, vacuum-packed, very nice, USDA inspected. They had everything. But it's a hustle, and you got to go out there and create excitement. And we would go... Create excitement. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I don't know if you know this, PMA equals OPM. Which is positive mental attitude equals other people's money. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> your attitude is your altitude. All right? <laughs> the sound guy's laughing. Look, I can't remember his name, but he's laughing. That's Mike Flynn. He's Mike way Flynn more is the just sound chuckling guy. like That's Santa Claus. He's like, <laughs> so we would hustle and we would sell, and Jay knows that we would sell uh, you know, to $100 million houses and we would sell in the ghetto where people would put guns on you. you know? so, Did you ever have that happen? Oh, yeah, several times. You know, they pull a gun, and then you go, hey, I'm, no, I'm sorry, I'm just... Like, why are you at my fucking front door well, and yeah. shit? Who the fuck are you? Screaming, get the hell out of here, you don't pay your taxes, you Mexican! <laughs> they scream, you Mexican. You're like, I don't, what does that even mean? You know? Oh, yeah, we've had every kind of thing. I mean, I've sold the Keanu Reeves. I remember uh, I saw the Keanu yeah. as a yeah. customer. Yeah, and he can't... He, How did he talk him into it? Yeah, what did he okay. buy? Yeah, tell so, us So, uh, it's up on, like, it, it was a Blue Jay Way, Sunset Plaza area where he used to live. <laughs> Yeah, I know exactly where he lives. Uh, I don't know if he lives there now, but it was a fortress. I and mean, he just walked up to the door. Yeah, how'd you get in? That's the thing is, uh, if you do what nobody else will do because they think they can't do it, then you'll get in. So you just ring the buzzer. Yeah. Hey, uh, got a delivery of wholesale steak, seafood, and chicken. And Kiana comes running, walking out. Right now, this is I'm not punching it up or making it silly. He's he wearing, walks out. He walks out, and he's wearing a sport jacket, a gray sport jacket, no shirt, and a scarf. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm not making it up. It's not for a joke. He's And he's the nicest guy, and he's talking like, I can't do it. I wish Jay Davis was here today. I know. He's talking like Keanu Reeves, and I'm like, hey, you buy one, you get one free, and it's a hustle where you buy one, you get one free. He's like, no, I don't need the free one. I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't need it. He's like, free. no, no. And I kept being like, but it, it, it made my mind stop. Like, he tricked me because I'm like, nobody's never said they don't want the free one. So I couldn't get out of him. Like, here's a free one. He's like, no, dude. And he still, uh, filled out the check. He signed it, left it blank, and uh, he didn't even take the free one. He's like, just give it to somebody else. The That's nicest guy. the one you gave guy. Jay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> The <probably>. nicest guy. <laughs> the nicest guy. How ever. much did he buy? I'm not going to tell you. $540. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you. <laughs> and Jay knows. He saw the check. I saw the check. He, yeah. he took a he copied uh, it. <laughs> running back Jim Brown. Uh, you yeah. know, famous running Hall back. Hall of Fame running Hall back. Hall of Fame Cleveland running back. Brown. And his wife PPS. is stunning. Beautiful, great lacrosse player, better lacrosse yeah. player than NFL yep. player. They say I don't know if that's really he true. He was a badass. Syracuse. Imagine um, that dude fucking running you over in lacrosse pads. Fuck. He has that. a freezer in his basement right now that was filled with so much food, and his wife couldn't be nicer. And it's kind of daunting because you knock on his door and you open it up and you see uh, right there a picture of Martin Luther King, but it's not like just a picture. It's a personal picture with him and a. Like a handwritten note. Oh man! It's like if I wrote you one, Jay. It wasn't like, hey, this is like a photograph of a photograph. This is the real deal. Yeah. So I was very scared around him. I just didn't know what. Why to do. would they become regular customers of yours? Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, they're great people. They were. They bought several times from me. Unbelievable. Yeah, and I would go in there. Jeremy Scipio was with me. If you know, he's a fellow comedian. Because uh, our freezer would free- frost over, and we'd go in there, and it would take us about thirty minutes, and we'd scrape out everything with trash bags and put in the new product, and yeah. We service our customers because value is bigger than anything. I just made that up. I don't know. I, don't know, I, don't know <laughs> I was waiting for. I don't know. I was trying to do something. You know. I mean, I think you've always been good at getting people excited, even from like because I for, I forgot this, but Josh is a college athlete as well. Oh, where'd you go to school? <laughs> okay, so I went to Penn State. And uh, Penn State college uh, athlete. Yeah. yeah, I was a cheerleader at Penn State. <laughs> uh, 
And you see how Jay set me up? And he's sitting back. You're, you're so my judgmental smug. stepfather. You're such an ass. Well, we'll get into him we're in a little gonna, bit. Yeah, One, we're going to be two, coming back. down, up, toss to a hands, to a kidney. Hang on a second. All His right. memory, too. You have an amazing memory or what? I um I just told Jay about this today. I just saw this piece on Herschel Walker, you know, running back Cowboys. His son is a male cheerleader. And Hersh, they were like, well, how do you feel about that? And he couldn't be happy. He supports it like 100%. He goes to all the events, and they were like, they said to him, "Would you? What, could he be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader? And he said he, he's too good for him. So he's all about it. So I i don't know that I've ever met a male Josh cheerleader Josh is going before. through some stuff right well, now. Well, I'll tell you why I'm going through stuff. is no matter how manly you are, when you're cheering for other men to throw a ball... <laughs> And when those other men know you, for instance, I was at uh, Penn State when Carrie... Call me from that guy right there, the, ch- no, the cheerleader. Carrie yeah. Collins was at Penn <laughs> That's State. That's right, you were okay? boys with him, right? So Yeah, very friendly with him. And I would be sitting there, you know, <laughs> in my stance. Oh, I have a great story, by the way. I would sit there with a stance, and he would come out and smack me on the ass. I'm like, what's up, cheerleader? <laughs> I'm like, you motherfucker! Shut up. Yeah, dude. he would, because, you know, it's it's still, we're dudes. Jealous you know? sure, guy. So, Jealous um, yeah, no, one of the things that uh, I used to do, and this is, I, I, I should put it on stage, is they say, okay, with 110,000 people, they say at any one time, I think they say nine people are looking at you, just mathematically. <coughs> and I used to stand in my cheerleading stance. Wait, how many? Uh, they said nine or ten. And it was something That's enough. It. Enough where no, somebody's. Like at every second, right. at least nine people. So I would stand, I think picture like a superhero with, you know, their arms like, you know, out to the side. And you're or standing. I can picture the typical male cheerleader okay. pose. Yeah. So I used to pull my balls out. And I would have, wow. <laughs> swear on my life, I would pull my balls out, out of my boys. Like sweats would, or something? No, the, I was wearing a polyester. <laughs> you know the pants I'm wearing, man. Right? I would pull my balls out. But all my fraternity brothers, they're in the stands. I was an Alpha Sigma fraternal organization. This before cell December phone 6, 1845. So, yes, uh, before all that, and they would be, hyster- I would see up in the stands. They're all hysterically laughing. So I'm standing there with my balls out. Yeah. Hilarious. Unbelievable, dude. How did you get into being a male cheerleader? I was just cheerleader, man. I got a full ride from high school, man. Uh, <laughs> they gave me four years, man. Yeah, I'm going to leave. Uh, <laughs> well, I want, I played uh, football, uh, Division Two Clarion, which means I sat on the bench, uh, Division Two Clarion, because these guys were seven foot nine and ran. They just didn't have the grades to get into Division One. So I tried there. That didn't work. Transferred to Penn State. Tried to walk on. That didn't work. And then I was like, well, Rudy I'm, here, man. I was yeah. going to say, try to Rudy Penn yeah. State. Yeah. Uh, and I knew that I could get a mic in front of 100,000 people. So I was like, I'll be a cheerleader. So uh, that was my way to get. And did, they, they did give you the mic, huh? Yeah, they gave me the mic. And there, there's two sound systems at a football game. There's the overall guy who does the play-by-play. And then we had our own separate sound system. But I was so nervous. You know, uh, we our separate sound system was we like cheers like, we are Penn State. You know, the the so uh, the main sound system guy said, hey, we have a uh, moment of silence. One of our uh, so-and-so alumni oh, no. has passed away. Um, <laughs> I didn't hear that because I was so nervous <laughs> in front of 100,000 people. I'm like, you guys, let's get it going. And 100,000 people booed me. Oh, Just boo. God. So. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Class. So I was heckled by 100,000 people. Man, well, how many ever it was? Your home fans. At least yeah. nine. <laughs> at least at nine. At least nine looking at my balls. <laughs> that is great. And you, what was the tryout? 
Uh, the tr- oh, God, the try. Fuck you. There okay. had to be a tryout. You don't just this get it. This is not a conversation. This is you laughing and at how me. How many guys were, were on? How many it, male right. cheerleaders? Three, four. It's usually a couple. Oh no, there was. It was actually a big. Oh no, we were all squad. It was a big, all whole squad. A big squad of us. Um, how many? I ended up getting real? kicked off. I don't know. Like, I think there was ten. Maybe. Oh, like that 10. is a lot. Okay, yeah. Uh, we went down to uh, the Rose Bowl, Kerry Collins, or the Orange Bowl, and um, did they fly you with coach? Yeah, they would fly you down there, coach regular. <laughs> yeah, and they would give you a hotel and everything. And I had sex with all the cheerleaders, just so you know. Did you? All of them. Yes. I still... I can't say it. Okay, anyways. So um, I was on a a boat New Year's Eve with the cheerleaders. Like, we were like ambassadors, you know, like for Penn State. And I I didn't want to be on the boat anymore. And it was raining out New Year's Eve. We're in the middle of some place. And... I could see land, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. So I went off the back, and I dove in the water. <laughs> All right? This please, is real. And I could, I could get cheer, people on the phone. cheerleader outfit? No, no. I was uh, just a regular outfit. Is this like in Mexico or something? No, it was down in Florida, where okay, the Orange Florida. Bowl was. Gotcha. Um, and we were on like, it was like a party cruise. You know, and we went as ambassadors, and we have to be there and say hello. But and people were drinking. And shit. No, yeah. But seeing it, land could be two miles. Like, how far? Well, it was raining. It was dark. So I dive off, and I swim, right? And Are people telling you, like, don't fucking do No it? one knows it did it. I was just like, I'm over it. And I just went and I, like, slid off, right? So I end up uh, at some random bar. I'm all wet because it's raining out and I just, you water. just walked out I of the have ocean. no money, nothing at all. I take a cab and I get back to the place and the guys are giving money. I'm like, look, I'm going upstairs and uh, I don't have any money. And he was really, really, really suspicious. And I'm like... I'm a Penn Oh, he State. was? That's so weird. Hey, this guy, was just, go, the guy just swam right. out of the ocean. Like a wet cheerleader out here. So wait, I go, out of I go, this is what I said to him, and I don't know why I go, look, I'm not lying. I'm a Penn State cheerleader. <laughs> You're right. Who would fucking right. say that? <laughs> so he's like, okay. So I get my money, and then all of a sudden, all of my friends, like the cheerleader friends come running back to the hotel room. They're like, oh my God, we thought you were dead. What happened? I'm like, I swam back. Oh What's God, the big deal? Right. People must have been like, where's right. Josh? Right. So they go, well, They're all cartwheeling we and thought... back springing to the fucking hotel <laughs> right. to find out if you're all right. They right. say. Backspringing. Laughing with you, Josh. Laughing with you. No, you're not. Happy place. Happy place. Happy place. Happy place. So apparently they didn't want to be on the boat anymore, and they started jumping off. And then all the sirens started alarming, and the police helicopters came because I didn't know. But there was cheerleading squads in the fucking ocean. There's alligators because it's. Oh my god! There's alligators in the water. Ocean, then. Right. It's in Florida. There's alligators everywhere. So the sirens are going off. Look, we thought you died. We didn't know where you were. So uh, can you imagine how frightening in the dark a gator just comes up and gets you? I had no idea. I was just better. And I, I was just swimming. It. You don't want to see it swimming. No, it just happening. You got to still going to process it. So the coach came back to the hotel room and he's like, "You know, I'm sorry. You're not going to cheer tomorrow." <laughs> and I looked at him. I go, "Yeah, I am." I go, "My grandparents came down to the game, so you can kick me off after, but you're not big enough to make me not walk out on the field." <laughs> nice. And then that. Went- and I went and cheered. I, I, I you know. You can't stop a man from cheering. You make your grandparents yeah. proud? <laughs> God damn it. I'm being serious. They, they were proud. Right. And I, I remember looking at them and I was like, what am I doing with my life? Look, honey, there's Josh. Which one? He's the one with the big cone. You see the big <laughs> cone? Did you have a big cone? Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, thing? I did. What I did. I don't thing? know. I, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah, uh, a megaphone yeah, without, megaphone. without yeah. the electricity. Without I don't know the what mega. you call it. The cone, man. Yeah, yeah without the mega. The right. It's just a cone. See, <laughs> so, the way it works is they have a megaphone and they have a phone. In the cheerleading world, that's the jargon. And uh, I just had the phone. So, wow. Yeah. 
So that I was is a very cheerleader. interesting. And then I graduated Penn State. Wait, and so you, you quit, and then what? I just quit. I mean, sometimes was you, was that your senior year? That or? was my yeah. that was my senior year, and sometimes you just got to walk away from the game. Listen, sometimes. <laughs> He got out early. Body still preserved. You got to walk away from the game. Hey, man, sometimes when you get kicked off, you got to quit. No, you got to, you just got to, like, you know, no one to hold them. Stay away when you get fired. So, wait, you moved to LA right after that? I graduated. How soon after? I worked for a meat company. The meat, uh, it was a big door to door company, and they said, well, we'll let you manage uh, anywhere in the country. Because I knew how to manage, I knew how to manage people and get people excited about the product and everything. So, I knew I wanted to be on TV, so I moved out to Los Angeles. And you took the, you, because you were doing the business. So you just moved here with a job. I moved here with a job. And then, um, I saw they had a casting for Singled Out. If you remember their yeah, show. Sure. Oh, yeah, sure. Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. I beat off to her. And, um, I, <laughs> I think, a, I think a lot of, I'm sorry. yeah, a lot of people. No, no, I'm, I'm actually right now beating off to her. Oh. Um, so I knew I wanted to be on that show, uh, or be on MTV. And I went and auditioned for the show just as a contestant. And then I said, how can I, can I help out at all? Anyway. And they go, well, you can come back and, just kind of keep people happy upstairs um, w- before they come down. So You're like I loosen, I, I loosen weightlifters up. Right. I mean. So, well, this is before that. So I, I, I'll ride this motherfucking lobby up right now. I'll get fired up, man. That's what it was. You basically, I was standing in the yeah. lobby, and I just kept working there, and basically a production assistant, and yeah. I had a lot of energy, and just always be showing up early, leaving late, and then. There was a guy who was doing warm-up for Married with Children, and he had to leave one day a week. And they said, do you want to do warm-up? You know, this is – I've been there for a few months because mm-hmm. I knew how the game worked. And then I went in, and I just was – I just did me being You silly. did audience warm-up for Married with Children? No, no. He did Married with Children. So, so I went and came and singled, singled out. out. Got you. And then the next year, they, they had him – they didn't bring him back, and they brought me back full time. So I did warm up for seven years for every TV show in the world. Oh, really? What yeah. uh, What else did you work on? Uh, I did Love Line for mm-hmm. uh, Adam Carolla, Doctor Drew. So I did, and I did all the spring breaks for MTV. So I would do the individual shows at MTV. That's when you must breaks. have been at the height of your uh, true religion. It's true, doing spring breaks, <laughs> yeah. dude. I wore these. Like I wore these boots and like cut off shorts no shirt just shredded shredded yeah uh and uh so i did that i did beak the geeks which was on comedy central and then a bunch of pilots uh sports illustrated swimsuit issue when they had a like a live version for nbc so i did a lot of them a lot of big game shows i did big big like ginormous game shows where they'd be like hey camera one went down we need three hours or we need two hours so you would do lookalike competitions dance competitions i mean josh how do you keep it up like the energy. How do you keep your – I mean, you're always – No. You know what? People – a lot of times when I get off stage or like girls are like – or people are like, hey, you all right? I'm like, no, I'm just a normal dude. But when we're working or if we're doing these on, things yeah. – I mean, honestly, I, I look at it like – I don't know if I said it before in this, but I had a pretty pretty messed up childhood. No joke. It was really – my stepdad was a really bad, bad human being. Yeah. So, all right. Let's talk about where in Maryland were you, by the way. Wait. So that's the reason. I'm, I'm happy to be doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm like we're lucky to be doing this shit. And I don't ever forget that. You no, know? Well, you've yeah. always been appreciative of all your, and yeah. you know. So, I'm sorry, what? No, it's good to see that all your hard work has paid off. Josh Nass was one of the hard, hardest working men in Hollywood. I only really started working smart, though, in the last four and a half years. Before I was doing the meat company and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. First you know? of all, that's the thing with Josh, too. It was always like, what's going on? I'm like, sold the Humvee, sold the Jag. I just got the bike. I'm like, oh, that's nice. He's like, you know what I'm doing? I'm like, what? He goes, bought four trucks. I'm, I got the, like, what do you mean? He's like, trucks. I got the meat company. I got comedians working for me. I'm like, dude, that's amazing. Like, it's, it is amazing. You see Josh a year later. What's going on? Sold all the trucks, man. 
bad idea. You, just, you were always boom, boom, boom. Well, I just I got to a point where I was kept trying to do other things, and then I go, wait, why don't yeah. I just do what my passion is? And it, yeah. it took me a while to get cycle out of that nonsense. But yeah, for the last four and a half years, I've done nothing except pursue this and, and uh, crush that, at it. Crush at it. You're doing great. Trying. So where um, originally in Maryland are you from? Uh, Potomac. 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 Yeah. How close kinda... is that? Like, where is that near? Is that near DC? DC. Well, I'd say it's like um, I don't know, thirty minutes away from DC. It's very w- Potomac uh, is very Jewy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darren Starr, the writer of Nine Hundred Two and Zero, based it. Nine Hundred Two and Zero was based on my high school, actually. I didn't know that. Yeah, Darren. You know Darren Starr. Yeah. yeah. He was. He went to my high school. Went to Churchill. But no one knew Potomac two eight five four, so it was Churchill is a Jewish area. It was it's land of the Jews. It wow. was all Jewish people and very 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 <laughs> wealthy, and we weren't. We were middle class and wealthy by, you know, United States standards. But no, these people were you know like Sugar Ray Leonard lived down the street. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. These were like Stallone has a house. Yeah, there, Stallone does. They uh, it's one of the richest areas in the United States. Aval- with the golf golfing. Uh, oh wait, Aval- Congressional Country Club. Oh, what? Uh, anyways, Sounds right. Uh, yeah, Tiger they, Woods and them play there. I can't yeah. remember what it is. So, and them. <laughs> what? And them. Well, golfers. So yeah, I grew up there uh, with a crazy stepdad. So wait, brothers and sisters? Uh, an older brother, uh, an older sister, and two younger half brothers. Oh, okay. And my parents were married and divorced two different people three times, uh, and now they're on their third marriage. Wait a minute. So your birth mom and dad were together, and you had an older sister and brother? Right. Okay, and then they split up. And then got remarried, Had each had a kid. Oh, so with you other lived, with, yeah, you other lived people. with your mom and stepdad, not with your dad. Yeah, I lived with my mom and my stepdad, yeah. <clears throat> my stepdad was a crazy human being. Like, for instance, he was an insurance salesman part of it, very successful. And you can, anybody can have an insurance policy. So, Jay, I could have an insurance policy right now, or I could write you one if I was an insurance guy, saying if you ever got declared legally, mentally unfit or disabled, you would get money from the government tax-free. Like, it's just an insurance policy in case something happens to you physically or mentally. Mm-hmm. So you he, just pay on that. It, yeah, you pay for it, right. just like any insurance policy. So he wrote himself an insurance policy for mental disability, and then two years later got himself declared legally mentally disabled. What? How? You can write your own policy well, for you're yourself. Well, insu- you're an insurance salesman. You're just sell- buying a policy yourself. So he bought a policy. That was his mental mind frame. And what kind of payout? The, I heard the negotiation, the by the way, well, that was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. Back and forth with himself over At it. that time, so let's say it was like uh, 93 or 94, um, I believe that was the time, it was $60,000 a year tax-free, which is a pretty good amount of money. It's yeah. 90 grand a year. You can live off that, you know? So if you're, uh, let's say you're a writer, and that's how you make your living is, you know, strictly from your mind. If you have a policy that says if you lose your mind, if you're declared legally, mentally mm-hmm. incapable of doing whatever, you get paid out? Yeah. And now there's, uh, obviously there's, there's, there's nuance, and, I, and I'm, simplifying tomorrow, I'm simplifying I'm <laughs> simplifying it. I'm simplifying, but you know, think about an athlete who gets, you know. Sure, like, yeah. So I don't know exactly how he did it, but I know that it was done 100%. And I know, I mean, I know that's for truth, you mm-hmm. know. So he was a crazy human being. He used to take me and drop. We would go to the beach, and he would drop me off twelve miles from our beach house at like midnight. What? Yeah, twelve miles, pitch How old black. Uh, yeah. What, what? What was 11, the age he entered your life? Uh, oh, when I was like three. But this oh. was like maybe thirteen or fourteen. And he would drop me off and say, "Get back to the house." And it was pitch black. And you know, Maryland. Yeah. Sometimes there's no stars out. It's just 
it's pitch black. black. And I remember this one time he dropped me off and I heard I heard I don't know where it was in the middle of some sticks in Asian City, Maryland. Asian. And uh, Asian. Asian. <laughs> and uh He's like, get back to the house. And I remember hearing a dog bark. And when you're 12 or 13, I mean, that's it was, it was scary. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's what it was. That was bad. Um, so I went back and I was, I, was, uh, I was like, oh, my God, I hear a dog. I don't want to die. He goes, I don't care. Get back to the house. And I looked at him. And I was 12 or 13. He's and like, I listen, motherfucker. I need to make sure they know I'm crazy. I got to do shit <laughs> like this if I want to cash out on this policy. Now get back. Crazy. I said, you're a little bitch. At t- you're 10 or 11? Yeah, you said 13. <laughs> it, uh, something along those lines. Yeah. Of like, f- you know, I, I got to a point where I go, no, I'm done. I'm done with you as a human being. And I, I went to these people uh, that Your I, mom's I like, saw. it's for your own good, honey. It's horrible. And I said, listen. Um, what do you mean I, you saw them walking? You saw these people? I, I, I ran, and there was like this little shitty little hotel. House. No, it was like a little shitty okay. hotel. They have these like little strip hotels in Ocean yeah. City. Pick a picture of Beach Town. Yeah. And there's Miami this young Court. couple. What's Miami Court? That's one of those shitty little okay. motel you pull in and the door's right there. On the, uh, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it yeah. was. <clears throat> so I go, listen, my stepdad is crazy. I don't have any way to get back home. I'm not lying. And I was dressed in normal clothes. I'm a Penn State cheerleader. Jay- <laughs> Future Penn State cheerleader. <laughs> Jay and I just talked about this today because I was talking about my stepson having to be on Wi-Fi to be able to call us in case of emergency or anything. And Jay's like, God, do you remember when we were a kid? If, if there was trouble, you just ran to a house or you found someone and said, I need help. And this is exactly what we're talking about. Now you run to a house, you get raped. You fucking get killed or <laughs> locked up or God. Yeah, you're right. It's the first thing we think that you couldn't just w- run up to a stranger's house when back in the day, everyone was looking out for everyone. So you go ahead. You can run up to a stranger's house if you happen to have New York strips, Delmonico, <laughs> ribeye, Tito's, hamburger patties. You can run up to anybody's house. Keanu Reeves, sorry to bother you. I wholesale steak. Show you what I got. Anybody? Nothing? Okay. Um, so, so, yeah. so you go up to the hotel. So you're at the hotel. And I say, listen, my stepdad's crazy. I need some help, blah, blah, blah. And they go, don't worry about it. And they took me back to the beach house. And I was sitting on the couch. And he comes back in with a terrified What you beat? You beat your dad? I beat him back there because he was looking for me. <laughs> oh, okay. He was driving around looking for me because I, I took off. I go, you're a little bitch. And I took off, like sprinting. So maybe he wasn't going to make you go the whole way. Maybe he's going to like let you walk 200 yards and then pick you up and prove it. Or oh, no. he was going to no, find no, you no, for no. calling him a bitch, beat your ass, and then make you walk to 12 miles. No. I know he's going to make me go the whole way because he, that earlier that night he had already did it once. He took me up, dropped me off. I beat him back. And How did you took do it me, that time? I just ran. I mean, it wasn't that. It was maybe oh. a mile or two. Whatever. It was far enough away to his pitch back. But I beat him back, and he, he took me and dropped me off again at a different place. Jesus. Yeah. All right. So you're on the couch. He comes in, and I go. I are said, those people still there? Are they worried? You know, they wait. They dropped or? me off, um, and I remember my mom was there at the place. By the way, this was normal, so it wasn't like whatever. Right. They, and and he hid it a lot of stuff from my mom, and I didn't know. Um, so uh, he walks in. I'm like, "Told you I beat you home, bitch." <laughs> Swear on my life, and I think he saw in my eyes then that like I was done. Yeah, you know because nothing happened to me. But you know you get to a point where you go, oh okay, I'm done. And uh, yeah, that was one of the last times he kind of messed with me in that way. And how soon after did your mom divorce him? Uh, well, uh, another three years after, like he had kicked my brother out and kicked my sister out, and then he went to kick me out. My mom's like, how old? At what age? My my brother and sister were older. Okay. So they were like three years older and five years older. So basically when they turned 18, 17, like 18, yeah. and that's when you kind of start getting your own identity of like, hey, this is who I am, and I'm no longer going to accept that. He couldn't handle that kind of stuff. So when I started getting me 17, 18, and he went to kick me out, my mom's like, enough, you know? 
and uh, you know, divorced him. Are you still close with your mom? I'm close with my mom. Yeah, good. very close with my mom. That's Everybody's good. cool now. Everybody's cool. Him, he's crazy. He's in Israel right now. He's an Orthodox Jew. Collected on that insurance and bounced. Man, I don't know what he is. He's Wonder what policy he's got going on over there right now. You, you don't talk to him, do you? No, uh-uh. Yeah. He, how, I about your, to him. how about your birth father? You... I talked to him. Oh, everybody's, everybody gets along now. It's like you go home and everybody's happy. Everything's cool. It's like life's pretty good. You yeah. know? But we all had shit growing up. But mine... Although I hated him for it, it made me be able to have this drive. Like that kind of, that's, he was basically training me. You know? He was, yeah. I mean, I have stories I mean, upon stories I mean, of how he would train me. I'll like, be honest, what? man. I think you're a little hard on him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? Is I know I still have anger because when Jay said that, I was like, fuck, fuck you. That guy. <laughs> fucking mother. I actually got angry. You know what? And you're a little bitch. I mean, I- I'll take it. Yeah, what else would he do? Uh, that fuck. You know well, what? You know what? Fuck it. Let's just ask him. Stepdad, get out of your thing. What happens if the stepdad walked in and it was Tommy from the comedy store? That was <laughs> that'd be Imagine. frightening, scary. So what else would he do? What kind of training? Um, training? Uh, okay, RFK Football Stadium. Yeah. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Football Stadium. Uh, and at that time in Washington D.C., we would go to Redskins games, and it was the murder capital of the world. That when we were younger, it was just a very, very bad situation. Well, D.C. Down there. still is right. It's up there. It's up there, but DC and Baltimore are up there. We were going up, right? It was it was known as pretty pretty bad, and uh, you couldn't buy tickets from scalpers. Like I couldn't actually uh, hand money to a scalper, and a scalper would buy tickets or give me the tickets. So um, we would go to uh, Redskins games and we would flip tickets. But I'm like maybe nine, ten, or eleven, and I'm dealing with these guys, and these guys would have you know thirty tickets. These were professional scalpers. These yeah. guys, I'm sure, had guns or draw whatever it is. They were really bad guys. And uh, the police would be watching. And I would say, okay, I'm going to buy these tickets. We're going to get a two for 90 Okay, how about two for $90? How about, okay, how about three for $90? We, we would go back and forth and hustle each other. And the way it would work is I would put the money on the ground, and he would put the tickets on the ground. But we would never touch. And then I'd pick up the tickets, and he'd pick up the money. And the cops are looking at us, and I'm just looking right at the cop going, all right, I'm going to give you three for nine. How about three for nine dollars? You put that, I'll put the money on the rock, put the rock on the money. So we would have to put the money, a rock on money, and then a rock on the tickets. just talking circles on this guy, or was he talking circles on you? No, it was like it's like two auctioneers. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I'm like ten or eleven dealing with these guys that are hardcore. So he would drop me off, and we would see how many tickets we could buy and sell. He's and, in the car, like waiting for you to. Oh, do Oh, he this was shit. like twenty feet away, <laughs> twenty feet away. And then we would buy the uh, the tickets. We would make enough money, uh, which we didn't need it, but we would make enough money. We would get the shittiest tickets, and we would go in the game, and then we would walk into press boxes, and he would teach me how to walk by people. It's like if you're breaking into an Oscars or whatever, you just wave in front of you. Okay, give me a sec. Okay, I'll see you in a second. There's nobody in front of me. I'm not talking to anybody. But if you're walking by security and you distract them by saying something else, then they're going to let you in. So you are basically assuming the sale, assuming that they were going to let you buy. So we would go in and we would sit in the press box every week. So one time I we walked in and we were sitting in the Kennedy press box. <laughs> Right, just sitting in the can and eating the fruit and all the stuff they have in a press box, and we're just sitting there. I'm sitting literally in the seat next to Ethel Kennedy. I'm sitting next wow. to Ethel Kennedy, and she signed a little match packet for me. I still remember that. And then we would eat hot dogs and hang out, and so he would train me like that. That was his training. That's crazy. That's great. Where yeah. did he get all that? Um, well, he was uh, when Arcade Games came out. He became one of the number one distributors in the country. So he learned. I don't know how, if he learned from there. Wait, or whatever. He was hustling the games to like wherever roller rinks or yeah, the big the, the big stand. Yeah, so we had yeah, big stand up games. Like yeah, Galaxy and all that. So yeah, really, you had that in your house too. We had a Pac Man and a uh, 
Gallagher, Galaxy, Gallagher. yeah, Gallagher. Gallagher, yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. Gallagher, we had Gallagher in my house. <laughs> was it? He was smirching <laughs> watermelons. Was it a, a combo thing or two separate? A two separate. I got a stand-up one. <clears throat> Space Invaders. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that song? Roll. He's hooked. He's hooked. His brain is cooked. He's hooked. He's hooked. Yeah. Space Invaders. I had the Pac-Man album. You did? Yeah, that was on there. Space Invaders. Yeah, yeah. There was an album. There was yeah. an album. A Frogger. I want to say uh-huh. they made a Frogger song. Like all the popular Good arcades Lord. on. But Pac-Man Fever was a big one. You don't remember that as a kid? I got Pac-Man Fever going Pac- out of my yeah, mind. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Pac-Man you know, my Fever. friend Marnie, have you, have you, you've met Marnie, haven't you? What's her last name? I don't want to put it on the... Okay. But anyway, her her dad, she grew up in Toronto, was a video game guy, too. That's what he did. They they had the stand-up games in the house and stuff. They still have a ton of them. Well, think about it. It's like the, the kids all buy these PlayStations now. Before there's PlayStations, they had video games, so they would just go to the arcade. So it was huge business. Atari yeah, changed right. everything. Sure did, man. The home gaming system. So, yeah, those are some stories from childhood and bled over into my real life. It sure did. Uh, you, uh, there's, uh, I want to ask you about uh, this girl you told us you dated. Shyla Styles. Yeah, I, I've never heard of Shyla Styles before. Shyla Styles, first and of all, tell really us all cool about chick. How'd you meet her? Who is she? What does she do? I think do? we know how we met her. Yeah. Okay, no, first of all, you don't, okay? Uh, and maybe I lost $60,000 an hour gambling in Vegas, but that's not important right now. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to talk about yeah, that. Okay. that. Yeah. Well, this is part of the story. So um, I was host, okay, so I was working with Sunset Tan. I would host a lot of their events. So they would have, you know, the Sunset Tan beauty pageant and the Sunset Tan, you know, so-and-so pageant or... Or red carpets. So they would have like red carpets at the Hard Rock Hotel and just different places. And red carpets have gotten very diluted in the last 10 years. Like they'll literally be like red carpet for the opening of Aldo Clothing Store. It's like, yeah, it's a fucking, yeah. what? True religion has a new t-shirt. Yeah. They're going to yeah. walk and, the red carpet with it. And they really would have it. And people would really come to the red carpet. Red carpet literally could be five feet by four feet. Anytime you drive by out here, I see them all the time. Right. One little space put up in a fucking red carpet that goes 10 feet and they're shooting it like that's. I've literally stood on a square that was right. one foot by three foot and people would step onto the red, red carpet. carpet. Yeah, and uh, so they had a red carpet in at the Hard Rock Hotel for some bathing uh, syrup swim mare or something like that. And I was hosting the red carpet, and there was all these cameras on me and all the pretty girls, the cheesy pretty girls. And uh, I saw this one girl looking at me. This chick's hot, right? So we're looking at each other all night. We start talking. We're drinking, getting low. You don't know her at this point. No idea. Right. And I'm, but I could tell. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm on camera. That's the only reason she's talking to me. And she was way out of my league, hot, insanely hot. And then uh, I was pretty drunk, and I had, I, oh, I went to the, oh, okay, I remember I was drunk, and I went to the cage where they have you can give out money, but you have to get it off your credit card. So mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of money, and all these things, by the way, all the cars and everything I had, everything was leased. I had literally zero dollars in my bank account. I had a house in the hills across from Kanye West, and I had three hundred and ten dollars in my bank account. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was dope. <laughs> you know, it was dope. Like literally. So um, and you were that was meat and putting it all to, uh, yeah I had, it. I had twenty guys working for me and I was hustling selling meat and you know I'd be like hey I gotta go out and make three grand and I would go out and just make it so uh, I had no money but I went and I took I think I think it was like thirty it was thirty five hundred dollars off of my credit card and there was like fees and I was all drunk and the girl was with me by the way Shiloh was with me still didn't know who she was and um, I went and I gambled thirty five hundred on one hand. Damn, oh right in, in blackjack, uh, I won, and I was like, because I didn't have, remember, I didn't have money. But this girl doesn't know that. This girl, th- all she sees is red carpet, everybody around me going, taking three thirty five hundred. Ba ba ba. I won, and she's like, hey, let's keep gambling. 
and I'm Jewish as fuck. I go, I'm like, no, I had to act. I'm like, my heart was racing. I'm like, oh my God, I'm gambling. Oh my God, you know that feeling of yeah. like a, a big game. And I won. I'm like, I still got to keep my cool with her. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, no, I'm just really tired. I wasn't tired at all. I'm like, ah. You know, we'll come down and gamble later on. I knew I, I, knew I literally was going to take a cab to the bank the next day and put the money back in the bank. But I didn't tell her. Um, so she thinks I'm a high roller. Went upstairs. Uh, went down on her. Nice. Yeah, great. That's next that. day, I find out she's a huge porn star. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's a huge porn star. And so how how was the night with her? Did you have a good great this time? This is the thing, okay? So she gave me a blowjob, and she's going, and I'm literally, I stepped out of myself, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I don't have it. I'm not that, no one ever, like, like gagging like she's literally, like, needs a Heimlich. And I'm like, no, enough. Like, it's not real. There's no way. There's no way. But it did make me feel good. Uh, and we had a nice night, and then we dated for a while afterwards. So wait, so the next day, where are you? How do you find out? Uh, my buddy Jeff goes, dude, uh, did you ever hook up with that girl? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, dude, she's hot. She's pretty. She's a cool chick. We just stayed up drinking, smoking, having fun. He's like, you know, she's a porn star. I'm like, what are you talking about? And uh, we went on the computer and looked her up, and there she was with fucking seven dudes putting in her butthole. <laughs> seven <laughs> hashtag butthole sex. You're like, I like her, man. Let's keep yeah. dating. So that was uh, in my debauchery days. Josh doesn't judge, man. You know. Yeah. How much did you end up losing? You 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 said uh, I lost sixty thousand in an hour. Well, that was a different time gambling. Yeah, that was on. Um, What'd you do? I I lost it. I I went around from casino to casino, taking money out on the credit card, um, and all had, blackjack. All blackjack. Lost <clears throat> it, and then I, you know, this was in the, in the height of my nonsense, and I was making enough money to live, but I was living bigger beyond my means, and I said, all right. I go, all right, so this is a changing point in my life. I lost all this money, and I worked for a year straight, 17 hours a day, 18 hours a day. And I Damn. wouldn't, I would, I, I, I said, I'm going to pay this back, and I'm not doing any of this stuff again. And that's what I did. I paid it back, and I go, all right, I'm done with all this. I had my fun in LA, the LA crazy, and now I want to work on my career. And over the next couple of years, I just did that. That's crazy, man. That's yeah. cool. Well, I mean, you're just an extremist. I used to be a lot more. Yeah. And then I, you know, you get to a point as a man and you go, is this working mathematically? And I go, no. So my ex fiance dumped me. I have her name tattooed on my leg. And, <laughs> okay, first of all, okay, okay, everybody's laughing. In, in the whole room, everybody's laughing. Uh, <laughs> How long were you engaged for? Uh, why are you laughing so How long were you engaged for? I just love you. You're engaged for a year. Oh, that's good. How long did you know her before you got engaged? Uh, two years. Okay, so yeah. then you, you tattooed her her name on your Wait, leg. Wait, hold on a second. When did you get the name tattooed? I had sex with her sister. Anyway, so oh. I wanted to... Uh, <laughs> what did you Merry Christmas? What happened? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry, what happened? What? Wait, take us to the sequence. Okay. <laughs> you meet her, and then how soon after do you met her? This we out friends here, first? And is this out here in California? Out here in California, met a very nice girl, uh, and uh, we got along, but I was emotionally checked out. I don't know... I, they say you meet your match. They say, you know, whoever you're married to, you were dating, it's pretty much your emotional availability. And I was still so... You were meeting meat. I was in the meat crate. I was meeting people that I think were emotionally... Because I was so whacked out from the childhood. Yeah. I was so just disconnected from reality. I mean, to do those things, to gamble, to lose all that, to the dating and all that, I wasn't emotionally there at all. I was so... But at least you've kept your wits and your common core about you. You're like, all right, 
I was sixty grand. I'm gonna go work and pay that shit. That off. came from my mom. You know what I mean? Like you, you that stay grounded. You, yeah. you go off, but you would always come back grounded. And Jay, like you even said it. You said you know you're always the same silly you know or person. Yeah. Yeah, I had that. And I think that came from my mom. You know, my mom growing up was really trying to be there. She had all this chaos, and she's trying just to hold a family together, or whatever. And she gave me that kind of side of of of, of stability. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I'm pretty grateful for that. But uh, yeah, I hooked up with this girl. It just we were always fighting, or she was unavailable. And then one night, and I've never said this before. I've always I've always you know put it on something else. But totally drunk and uh, out of it, and me and her sister hooked up. And then um, where? How? We were at my house. It was I think it was my birthday, and uh, sure was, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you this? Her sister's name on your leg at this point yet or not? No, no, no. Wait, this I just realized. Okay, I'm I'm telling you, I I've told one person this story, maybe two people off stage. This is real, okay? So I should okay. So I hook up. Her sister goes to her, uh, her sister goes to my fiance at the time and says. We were both drunk. I don't know what happened, and I denied it. I'm like, nope, nothing happened. Nope, nothing happened. I'm like, I'll, I'll take a lie detector test. I'm not. I because you didn't remember. I knew what happened. Okay, but I was like, I'll take a lie detector. I don't care. She's like, fine. So I called a lie detector place. Oh wow, she was like, fine, take that shit. Right, man, you were lying. Called your bluff on that one. Called my bluff. Look, I called the lie detector place. Meat. I got bison. I got venison. I met what you need? the lie detector guy. I go, let me meet up with you first, just see how it works. I met him at Arby's on Sunset. <laughs> I know the Arby's. On you know the Arby's yeah. down there by like uh, Kaiser. If yeah, 5, I know exactly. It's I yes. met him, and I ha- I don't know, it was like three or four or five hundred. Not far from Earwolf, right there. Yes. I took the money on the table. Uh, we were sitting across each other at Arby's, and I slid, I think, let's say it's $300 across him, and I go, I'm going to pass this lie detector test. He goes, huh? I go, I'm going to pass <laughs> this lie detector test. He goes, uh, okay, I'm, okay, let me tell you it works. Took the money. Then he came to my house and administered a lie detector test, and of course I passed but it. But what did he do? How did he, t- how did, he, did he affect it, or did he tell you how to beat it? There's a difference. None of my business. I passed lie detector test. Oh, so you just gave him three hundred bucks and didn't ask? Oh, any by questions. the way, I read two lie det- how to pass lie detector. I read two books on how to pass lie detector test. One is your girl put- must have loved that. What are you reading, honey? <laughs> I downloaded it. You can put a penny under your tongue, or you can put a tack on your uh, on the, the penny under your, your tongue. Come on, I've heard that about DUI too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, they said one way you could do it was um, re- reword the question when they ask you a question to reword the question in your brain and answer that question i see or put a tack under your shoe okay that one i've heard i've heard not a tack uh but a pin yeah and you yeah, can yeah. tape it behind your the inside of your knee mm-hmm. and then when they ask you the question you just flex your knee a little bit so you prick yourself and that pain is enough to register that's it a false uh or a true answer yes. yep yeah so, is that what you did? No. Oh. The, the thing that I did was I just reworded the question. Oh, and by the way, I knew the question. First of all, the thing he did was pay the guy who administered the test. That's Thank what you very he much. did. That's it. And I knew the Every questions question before, like, so he knew to ask me certain questions. So I passed it, and I'm like, And now each question, see, he asks you a question, then do you wait till the end for results, or are you going question by question, or are you finding out like he's lying about that? He's it was me. at the end. It was at and the end. And then she comes back in the room. And he's like, well, you know, uh, these are the questions that we asked, and he passed the test. So I passed the test. So you made her sister now <laughs> look like a goddamn liar. No, her sister said she didn't know what happened. Yeah, we both. And honestly, her sister said they hooked up. He said that shit never happened. I said I don't remember it because I just felt horrible. Yeah, we were so out of it, and you know, 
I was younger, and I don't know. I needed the money. Drugs were innocent. I don't know what happened. I where just, was where was she when you two had the opportunity to do this? Uh, she was passed out drunk somewhere else or something. So you it, was like, it was like a birthday party. Yeah. So, it was so a, you sleep with her sister, and then her sister gets guilty and tells her own sister the I mean, next day. You could day. say it. I put it in her butt. So the point is, you guys. Uh, she remembers that. Yeah. <laughs> So so all right. So what happened? He's <laughs> dying. He's dying. I can't even. Man. Did you have the name tattooed at this point? No, no, no. So so it's like oh. Jay, you know what? I, you guys can't see. Jay just readjusted for the second part of the story. I'm excited too. I he can't. just readjusted and now he's so, sitting. So so far we know that you're engaged. Were you engaged? You were engaged at that point. Yes, you're we engaged. broke up. Okay, so we broke up because it was just too much stress. I right, mean, but you she, had, but you passed a lot of tech. I passed it, and the yeah. fact, you know, the fact that she wouldn't believe in me and trust me really hurts me. I'm understand that. I, I wouldn't marry a chick who didn't trust me. Okay, so uh, I love that she called you on the lie detector. Yeah, I'm, fuck, I passed that shit. So, uh, like, we break up and all this, you know, stuff, and I'm like trying to get her back. I'm like, I'm dedicated to you. I'm like, and I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dedicated to your whole family, yeah. man. <laughs> So I went out, and unbeknownst to her, I got her name tattooed on my leg, and my initials and her initials with the infinity sign. And I went back to her. I'm like, da da da. I'm really, you know, committed. Blah, blah. And you know, after that, she's like, well, I guess I'll give him a chance. You know? Yeah. I mean, the guy's got an yeah. infinity sign, man. Yeah. So uh, we started dating again, but you know, I mean, once the trust is broken, it was my fault. You know, totally my responsibility. Um, so then we lived together for a year in the Palazzo. I paid the rent $3,000 a month and we slept in separate bedrooms. Things were good. The whole time? Oh. Yeah, the whole time for oh. a year. Yeah. I was just trying to get her back, get her back, get her back. And that didn't work out. No, definitely yeah. didn't work. Wait, when were you seeing engaged? His, seeing his sister now. We were engaged. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's funny. And honestly, I'm not joking. I've never said this before. I mean, this is interesting. This is... Wait... Who's, Jay can't believe it. he's now up. Who, he's who perched you, up he's now. Perched who do you up, like better? Uh, uh, oh, I still beat off to my ex fiance. She's hot. But when you, what about her sister? No, I mean she's whatever. You know, put her in her butt. It's fine. Things are cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're crazy. Yeah. So, you know, I've had a crazy wait, life. Why not get the tattoo removed? How long has it been? Oh, there because since I the I have a joke out? about it. It's a ninety second joke, and I know it is because I timed it out to see, and I want to. If I, God willing, put it on like Comedy Central or mm -hmm. you know, if my career goes to be able to talk about it, and then I'll get it removed. Because I have a buddy who owns a laser place; he would do it for nothing. Of course probably. you do. <laughs> of course you do. Laser way. It's, he's it's my boy. It's a new dude. show I get on Botox it. From laser there. way. Do you I really? I get Juvederm. I get Restylane. I don't even know what all that is. What is? Yeah. What do you do? I get Botox, Juvederm, Restylane. What's um, ju Juvederm? Well, Juvederm. The way it works is, let me ask you: Do you have a credit card, by the way? Do you have Care Credit? I, I don't even know what Care Credit is. Okay, don't worry about it. I'll take care of you. I'm going to give you a great deal on it. So basically, Juvederm is they put it in the filler parts of your eyes or next to your nose. So you know the creases that you get next to your nose yeah. when you smile; those are gone. Giddy up. You know how much? You know how old Josh is? No, forty-eight, dude. No, I'm not. Forty-three. Look at him. Looks looks you twenty-seven. Look you look good. Yeah. Basically. How often do you do that? Just whenever. I mean, whenever. Whenever. And how long does it last? Um, and I don't know. I get it once every six months or a year. I get whatever done. And I get like laser and photo facials. I mean, I do all this stuff to try to maintain youth and yeah. look young. And you know, I work out and I eat healthy. I don't do drugs ever. I don't drink. I'm one or two cigarette here or there. I mean, I just 
I, I basically took that old life. <laughs> Hold on a second. Listen, man, I'm healthy. I don't do drugs. I mean, I drink every now and then, and every now and then I have a smoke. You know what I mean? But like, listen, I'm a McDonald's once, maybe every two days. No, and- uh-uh. I'm pretty healthy, and uh, you know, all I, I people are like, let's go get fucked up. Or go. I already did everything. Like you hear the stories. Yeah. I did it all. What else am I gonna do? You know? So I mean, I, she only had one sister. What else can one I do? Sister. <laughs> So she had, she had, he's like, he's like, nah, she had to. She had a brother, but I'm not getting How long so. ago was that? Oh, I don't know, five, six years oh, ago? Okay. Yeah, it was a while ago, yeah. So tell us about this living uh, across from Kanye West, because you had a Kanye West story, I'm assuming that may have somehow had okay, something to do Okay, first of all, it. whatever you see in the media, in my opinion, is nonsense. The nicest dude humble i used I mean, to go to his house like thanksgiving i hear you on that but what i see in the media is him actually being an asshole it's not everybody saying you're an asshole i see him being an asshole. always welcomed me into his house i would eat there i knew his security by me hang from out. no he was always on tour so he never you know but a nice dude in fact when his mom passed away uh she had uh something with plastic surgery you sent him a meat bouquet no, I had I I went down to uh, <laughs> yes, she did, uh, Mister. I put shit in my face and stuff. It was plastic surgery. Does that not scare you? I didn't get plastic surgery. I get Botox. I know, which but is different. You don't have to be put under for any of that stuff. No, he has no, put under. No, just not straight under. needles to the face. Yeah, you're such an asshole. You're a hardcore motherfucker. That's that no. I'm actually just good. insecure, and I don't want to age because I won't be able to get puss. That's all that comes down <laughs> to. It's pretty much what it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At least you're honest. It's, yeah, I'm honest with that. it. Yeah. I get Botox because I'm insecure. That's pretty much what it is. But his mom passed away, and I went downtown uh, in downtown Los Angeles. They have like you know flower marts and stuff, and I bought like 250 flowers. They have like 50 cents a piece or whatever, but they're like nice white flowers. And me and his security put them in every room of his house. And That's when he nice. came home, I said, hey, dude, I know your mom passed. I'm sorry, but this is for you to know that she's in every room that you walk into. So he was kind of touched by it. It was kind of cool. Like, yeah, just, you know, cool. your mom passes away. It's not a, you know. And, and um, a crazy thing. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like cancer or something you'd expect, some fucking plastic surgery. Yeah. And he was always so nice and like just a good human being to me. So he said, hey, you know, anytime you want to go to a concert, of course, just let me know, whatever. And then I don't have any six months or a year later of like, hey, I'd love to go to a concert. He goes, hey, you know what? Backstage, Vegas, anything, just let me know. You don't have passes waiting for you. So I found the hottest girl that I knew. Her name was Lisa Verone. And... uh I'm like, hey, do you want to go to Vegas backstage? She's like, okay. So we drive out to Vegas, and uh, we're backstage. It's really exciting. Picture backstage Kanye West. Mm-hmm. I don't get to do this stuff. It was awesome. And he comes off stage. He's like, what up, Josh? Hey, how you doing? Leans into her, gives her a hug, and, and she pushes away. She goes, oh, my God, you're sweaty. To who? Like, Kanye? To Kanye. Yeah, because she was one of these girls. Is how I, uh, yeah, right. I mean, I'm everything, but she was so hot that I looked past her. She pushed me. She's like, "Yeah, hey, hey, you're sweaty, ill." And he's like, "All right." And we and him kind of, you know, looked at each other. I'm like, "I'm, you know, like pussy. She's hot. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. you know." So whatever that happens, and then he's leaving in his limo. He's like, "Hey, it's it's uh, we're having a, you know an after party, my birthday party at Tao. You want to go?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah." Kanye West, I want to go. Of course. So I look at her, I'm like, let's go. And she's like, my feet hurt really bad. I need to change my shoes. And she's so, like a 12. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Oh, all right. So we'll get you some new shit at DSW on the way, girl. No, <laughs> we had to go back to the hotel. Um, and, you know, traffic is not easy in Vegas. No. So we go back to the hotel. She's By changing. the way, if you are going to Vegas, stay with Vegas.com and <laughs> click in the microphone Crabby's code. Brilliant. So she's changing her shoes and her outfit, which is a high, uh, it takes forever. 
we finally get in a cab. We get back to Tao. And there's a line. If you've been to Vegas, there's like it's almost like a amusement park line. It's you know forty Crazy. minutes just yeah, to get to the front ever, for the right. the bouncers to be rude to, to you. Be, yeah, so and I, possibly be told no. Yeah, right. So I double talk and triple talk and meet talk and did the, you know just do whatever I got to do to get to the front yeah. of the line. And I go look backstage. Kanye West brought this girl, my friend, live across from him in LA. I tell him the whole story. He's like, all right. That's cool. You know, you can't make this up. He goes, yeah. and, I, and he goes, I just got to check your ID. There's there's cameras above me. I got to do my job. So I hand him my ID and I turned to her and she goes, oh, I didn't bring it. I didn't think <clears throat> we'd need it because we were with Kanye. And I'm like, you're a cunt. Oh. <laughs> I go, you what? I go, you make go back. And I go, and I had $300 in my wallet and I go, here's money to take a plane back. Here's the hotel room key. You should I just never want to see you again. Walk your twelve mile ass back. That's to what town. I did. No, yeah. I just gave her money and I go. I don't want to see you. Be gone. Um, be, leave, and I don't want to ever see you again. I just get your stuff out of the hotel room, and that's the pretty much the last time I ever saw. Her. Did you go in? Oh yeah, I oh, fucking okay. went you in. Did yeah, get fuck in. yeah. Right. I went in. I went in. Couldn't find him. Couldn't get through security. <laughs> End up in a fucking Vegas nightclub alone, drunk like an asshole. Oh, <laughs> dude, you went from backstage with Kanye to his private. To alone in a Vegas club. See what that pretty face gets you? Nothing. Nonsense. That's right. It's all nonsense. That's right. That's what I was saying. Look I wanted to get face. puss. Beyond the, beyond the puss. You're keeping the face young for the puss, and then the puss just it fucking betrayed you. How about just an educate a girl that went to college? How about that? Just... Yeah, that's well, you can be the guy that, but you know, if you're going off the twelve the instead same of just like finding yeah. the same thing you did with getting rid of the work structure and getting into your career is the exact same shift you need to make with the women in your. Oh, life. I've already done that. Oh no, no, that I don't date at all now. Any, pro- I have no problems dating with nice. What people. What was your ex fiance's name? Jesse. So that's what's on your leg. Yeah, dude, find yourself a Jesse. Just keep. That I, shit I keep ace trying to date somebody who's like got the same months. initials. Yeah. <laughs> no, but in all reality, no. Yeah, I don't do any of that nonsense. Dating is easy now because if you're a wacko right away, I just don't date you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't do any of that stuff. Now I just do comedy and try to get on TV and cre- I create TV shows and try to pitch them and sell them. That's it. That's, that's all you fun, need to do. You know? and just find happiness in your life. Yeah. I mean, what are the tears about, Josh? What te- What did you say? What are the tears about? What do you mean tears? I'm just kidding. That's what my therapist will say. What are the tears about? Really? Yeah. Wait, you go to therapy? Yeah. Still? Yeah. What's your What's Anytime, your? You know what I treat therapy like? I treat it like um, like I need a fix. Like if if life is starting to crush me, I hit up my therapist. I'm like, you around tomorrow? <laughs> I just need to go vent. You know, that's what I pretty much I do. Have you been to therapy ever? Oh man, years. Oh, I sure. used to go five days a week. Five. Oh, see, then you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I used to go weekly for you. I mean, and I do it off and on. I tell Jay, like, I've stopped for a couple of years now yeah, because I, I like to try to take what I've learned about myself and things and try to go implement it into my life and not just make therapy a crutch every single time. You know what I mean? Like, all right, let's learn what we've learned about ourselves here. You seem to, you seem to be, that's what I'm saying. The grounded in you is fucking good for you. Well, you I, have it. At I least. got the ground that it's interesting. Uh, before I came on the podcast, Jay said, "Hey, you know, think of a, a couple good stories to talk about." And I yeah, was, "Do you have any?" <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, just throw Josh. out a cheer for Christ's sake. Let's go, Lions. <laughs> Let's go. I'm sorry. What? I just just don't want out. I'm sorry. Uh, and I was like, "Wow, am I living?" You know, you said to like to reflect on what you've learned. I look back, I'm like, oh, I had to think of a few good stories. I was like, am I living my life to the fullest? 
because when I was trying to think of these stories, I'm like, God, I could create a lot more stories. Yeah. You know, there's a lot more stuff you can do to create your life. And uh, I was like, am I living my life to my fullest? And that's something I was like, hmm, I could probably be doing even more good stuff. Yeah. You know? You always can. Yeah. I mean, you just got to keep pushing. Like but at said. the same time, don't, don't you know, you, don't, you can't sell yourself short for what you're doing and what how you are living your life. You know what I mean? You can't be too yeah. hard on yourself. Why, uh, which is, leads Same. me to my question, <laughs> why five days a week? Because I was fucked so up, fucked dude. up from the, my stepdad. It was, and I was stepdad. And I got to a point where I was like, I need to figure this out. And I was like, could I come more? And and I think therapy was covered, like, I think twice a week they would cover. I'm like, would it hurt? He goes, we can try it. He goes, I've never done it. And we would go and have this conversation and go through everything. It was only for like four months. And it wasn't me five days a week, every week. But it was a consistently five days a week, sometimes three days, two days. And I can just see your therapist like at home, like getting ready to go to work with us. Like, ah, Josh again today. Up the Hummer, Here man. it comes again. Stepdad well, left me 12 miles. I get it. Picture this. He's hearing the stories that I've just told you guys. Yeah. So he's probably like, what the fuck? Really? Yeah. So I think I might have been a little bit of a case study for him. And he said, you have the most, he said, you're the most tenacious driven person that I've ever met in my years. And because I've been doing therapy for like 10 years, he goes, so whatever your stepdad taught you, which was negative, you know, uh, he taught you the positive of keep going, keep striving. You know, yeah. what are you laughing at? I just, <laughs> I just love it. Dude. I, I love, you great. know, what's funny is that you, in our world, you talk to all these comedians and these people and a lot of them have had really fucked up uh, backgrounds. So when we all talk to each other, it's it no big deal. It's no big like... deal. But when you tell that shit to a therapist, a professional who whose code is this is the way shit should be, they're bl yeah, they're blown away by a lot of people's stories. Like what? And I think they realize just how fucked up everything is. I think there's a lot more people who fucked up that don't say anything. Oh god, We're stuck yeah. in that matrix because I I've tried also to scared. About it. You know, a lot of dudes don't want to get in touch with their fucking feelings. They just walk it off or whatever to drink it away or whatever. Yeah, that works for everybody, huh? works to, for a while my Fun. therapist used to be like a she used to like sell drugs she was a huge druggie you know what i mean that's like and then she cleaned herself up and then she, you know what i mean so i remember one time i was paying i'm like can i just give you cash she goes i sold drugs for a living honey cash is king <laughs> she's the best there's like nothing she hasn't heard and there's nothing you can say to her that's going to be like where she's going to be like oh you know what i mean she's like mm-hmm Let's let's talk about it. So when you were in session, did she refer to her life? Because mine, I don't know. I didn't know anything about him. He yeah. was very, you know, was her oh, style. Yeah. She'll she still she'll refer to. her. I would know. ask. He wouldn't. He'd offer a little bit, but I would ask and try to pry it out. I will say this for everyone listening that I've, I I think almost everyone, the benefit I think of a therapist is you just have someone you can talk to that doesn't has they have to listen because they're getting paid. You know what I mean? It's not a friend. It's not your wife. It's not your girlfriend. It's not your mom. It's not your no one. Those people don't want to hear your bullshit. But when you go to someone that you're paying, they got to sit there and listen to whatever you say. And then you can and you save can say your, whatever you want. Save your uh, significant other the the pain of having to listen to your bitch about whatever. It well, is. you know what happens? You get home to your significant other, and they're like, "How was it?" And you're like, "Amazing. Yep. I feel great." Yeah, because and then they bring you down. <laughs> and then you sleep with their sister. But listen. No, I just wanted. I just wanted to say. I just wanted to say. You know what? That, uh, I got to be honest. I, I feel bad about that, but dude, she she had a nice vagina. I don't want to be rude. I just want to throw it out there. She was hot. You know. Well, we're if you look at that clock up there, we're out of time. Oh, I'm everybody. sorry. So this was a lot of fun. You have dude, certainly this was led very an interesting decent, dude. life. It was decent at best. 
Uh, one more cheer for us, if you. I'm just fucking with you. No, one where more. can everybody find you? Yeah, one more time. Plug everything you want, man. Okay, so uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm really trying to get that social media up. Uh, Cash is king. Social media is king in Hollywood. So follow me on Twitter at Josh Nasser. I'll Spell be your a, last name. Please. And as in Nancy, A S A R. And if you go on my Facebook, all the information's there. Um, April third and fourth, I'll be in Park City. Uh, Utah. That's cool. Yeah, Park City doing a theater out there. And then uh, April 17th, or I think 16th, 17th, 18th, I'll be at the Comedy Palace in San Diego. Nice. So that's my April kind of hoopla. Awesome, man. Josh, great to have you on, buddy. Thank you very much. A lot of fun. As always, jlarsoncomedy.com, jlarsoncomedy across social media. RyanSickler.com, RyanSickler on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll talk to you all next Tuesday.